COVID-19 Market Realities, brought to you by New Zealand Trade and Enterprise. Episode 3. My name is Anna Booth and I'm a Commercial Business Advisor for NZTE in our Sydney office. Today we're focusing on the infrastructure sector and its role in helping revive and rebuild the economy. I'm speaking with Sam Sangster, CEO of the Western Sydney Aerotropolis Authority, and Rachel Fowler, Becker's General Manager of Transport, and gaining their insights into the role of infrastructure in Australia's economic recovery. Welcome, Sam and Rachel. Great to have you both. From a supplier perspective, are you seeing the sector slow down at all? Understandably, there has been a little bit of a, a, a pause in, in our sector, but um, beyond that, I'm not seeing too much of a slowdown in the infrastructure market. There are still terrific opportunities in Australia for investment in public transport and um, road-based transport projects. There are many projects that are ongoing in Sydney, New South Wales, uh, Victoria and Queensland. And most of those projects are still plowing, plowing on full steam. The state governments are also uh, deliberately looking at investing in infrastructure projects to keep the economy moving forward and to uh, invest in the economic stimulus that this country needs to see us through the pandemic process. There are plenty of projects that we are currently involved with that are coming out to tender. We're seeing a reasonably healthy forward work order book for the transport sector in Australia at the moment. Becker is currently working on the Memorial Avenue upgrade in Kellyville and our work on that project has proceeded um, almost regardless of the COVID-19 pandemic and we've been working very hard with Transport for New South Wales to get that project ready for construction which is due to start soon. Our work on the uh, FAST project, which is the 15th Avenue Smart Transit Corridor, has continued. What do you say to people to convince them that this is the right investment for Australia right now? Western Sydney is the third largest economy in Australia, if you excise it out of Sydney's economy. These uh, is Western Sydney's first airport. We're also looking at the Aerotropolis, the construction of a city around that airport. Uh, and if there's ever a time to really focus on what we can do to get jobs and the economy flourishing uh, off the back of our COVID crisis, now is the time. And so uh, I actually think it's an even greater imperative that we have this investment happening. It's highly productive infrastructure that's being built. Not only do we stimulate the economy through construction jobs right now, but also we are creating medium-term economic growth and so we get that true multiplier effect of not just having uh, the construction boom but we create the medium-term employment off the back of that but on completion it'll employ about 28,000 people we're dealing with 11,200 hectares in our initial area it's a very large piece of land and, and that brings enormous benefits and some challenges with it as well the master planning we're doing, therefore, is really a piece of work that will occupy this development within Sydney for the next 40 or 50 years. Um, and that, therefore, is an amazing opportunity that is largely greenfield. And that's what our master planning is very focused on, is ensuring that not only do we have all the sort of infrastructure that we'd ordinarily think about, you know, roads and water, sewerage and power, um, 
and a really comprehensive digital strategy to bring a really smart city to bear. But we're also thinking about how can we take this to a whole new level in terms of sustainability. It also means that we can do some things that are not capable of being done adjacent to other airports around Australia right now because we have a greenfield environment. This is largely farmland right now that we're looking at how we build into a, a new city. Western Sydney and the Aerotropolis plays a really important role in the economic growth uh, for this whole region. Um, we already know that uh, out of New South Wales, and out of Australia more generally, uh, we provide an awful lot of food exports into the, into the region, as does New Zealand. Um, the opportunities to really improve our supply chain efficiency uh, and deliver the, uh, this region's first fully digital airport, both for freight and for passenger movements, is something we're very, very focused on. Having uh, supply chains that are highly productive and very efficient uh, is a really important way of ensuring we get high quality food moving around the region to ensure that the world-class produce produced in both in Australia and in New Zealand can actually land in our partner countries. There's about 3.6 billion mouths in the Indo-Pacific region. So for New Zealand operators, the ability to actually use Western Sydney Airport as a hub into that global supply chain network we see as being really a significant opportunity. COVID-19 has highlighted the need for countries to assess sovereignty over supply chains of essential goods. How is this going to influence the advanced manufacturing and health technology precincts? It's very clear people are now reassessing the risk of sovereign risk uh, in their supply chains. And we know, for example, that there are a number of industries who have relied on uh, offshoring and on putting uh, capability in other markets. Um, there are a whole realm of things, whether that's in the maintenance and repair facilities, whether it's in call centres, whether it's in data processing centres. There's a lot of these capabilities that have been offshored now for a significant period of time. And in the advanced manufacturing realm, we just don't have those facilities domestically. And so companies are now beginning to look at, okay, how do we actually access some of those quite unique and specific capabilities and reassessing what they might have done previously in terms of locating those assets um, elsewhere in the world. You know, Australia and New Zealand both punch way above their weight on a world scale. One of the interesting things we're doing right now is talking to some organisations about some common platforms. Um, and so whether that's in the aerospace or defence or uh, some other areas where there may be opportunities to bring organisations together and collaborate between industry, universities, and government to actually provide shared facilities, really considering things that in other times may have been very difficult to do. The COVID-19 pandemic does bring to the fore the importance of um, providing a healthy, active transport environment for the people that will be living in the Western Sydney Aerotropolis area. We've seen during the current environment Many people have chosen to get out in their neighbourhoods and walk their local streets in order to get some exercise uh, once a day. And that has opened people's eyes to what it really means to enjoy a, a walk in their local neighbourhood. There's a great opportunity, again, because of our scale, to really think very carefully about how we have the most um, effective and uh, price-effective as well solutions around water, waste and energy and begin to look at new combinations. And we see around the world that there are some interesting opportunities now to think differently about how we can take waste and turn it into energy. There are opportunities to do that in the Western Parkland City and think uh, quite differently about how we uh, 
reduce our carbon load, but equally ensure that we have um, well-priced energy, water and waste solutions for our community. Western Sydney is open for business and we'd love to engage and, and connect with any of those businesses that would like to come and explore the opportunity. The first stop is our website, which is wcaa.sydney. Some contact details on there if you want to jump in there. We have a specific and dedicated investment attraction team and we'd love to talk to you uh, and your business. Uh, we are really at that formative and, and starting stage. So the opportunities we think are enormous and uh, really uh, the sky is the limit for the work that we're doing. The New Zealand government has signalled that public infrastructure projects will be key to stimulating economic recovery from COVID-19. The Australian federal and state governments are saying the same. We've heard that message reinforced by two industry leaders on the ground in the market. Both Sam and Rachel referenced the exciting opportunity this greenfield development presents to leapfrog existing cities, employ state-of-the-art technology and plan and build for a sustainable 21st century city. Like all sectors, the infrastructure sector is adapting to COVID-19. The impact, however, looks to be minor relative to other sectors, and it is expected to play a major role in economic recovery. Thanks for tuning in. Keep an eye out for more of our Market Realities episodes from our NZT offices around the globe. Ka kite. You're listening to a COVID-19 podcast from New Zealand Trade and Enterprise. Find more information at covid19.nzte.govt.nz.